and glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, last day of August, Big J. It's time. Letter graded up. How was the month? Uh, the month? Uh, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go B. I'm All right. I'm going to go B. Ooh, you were on the fence. What were you about to well, say? Well, I was like, hey, it was, I had a good birthday and all that. And then I remembered the heat and the smoke uh-huh. and just uh, wanting to get to the next day. That's not as fun. So it, it takes it down a letter grade uh, from the just uh, environmental standpoint. Yeah, oh, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, oh. how about how about this? I'm going to knock it down to a C plus because oh uh, I had a tire blowout on the way to work. Today? Yeah. I had to get an Uber here. Oh, no, man. Where did you leave your car? I left it at a, a, a tire shop. Oh, I thought maybe you would have uh, rolled it into somebody's driveway and uh, and just blocked them in. No, 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 no. Oh, so were you so you were able to drive it to a tire shop? Uh, here's the thing. Uh, there's uh, construction everywhere, uh-huh. right? And uh, I went over a uh, an alleged bump. Okay. And then there was a allowed, uh, probably me driving over a rock of some sort, fairly large one. And then my uh, tire light went on. And I'm like, oh, no. But there it didn't seem to be any problem. And I get down the road a couple more miles and then, oh, no. You know, obviously my tire is flat. And it just happened to be uh, near a uh, one of the tire shops. So you just pulled it in so there? So I rolled in there and uh, got on the horn to an Uber. So now Got me here in time. This would be my first time. Like I've never left a tire pl- at a tire place before it's opened. What is your? Uh, what do What do you have to do? Like I mean, are you gonna I call them? The, yeah, I'm gonna call or, oh. or the wife. Well, I'll have the wife call them probably okay. while we're here at work. But yeah, I left the keys in the car and. Okay. All right. They see a flat tire. They know what to do. <laughs> Take care of this, you yeah. commoners, you idiots. And then call me when you're done, even though you have no idea who I am I'll or why you. it's there. Just fix it. Uh, very nice. Well, I'm so, sorry that you had a, uh, a blowout on the way to work. I mean, this is why I leave and go to work much earlier than normal there for emergency go. situations. Just in case. And it came in handy this morning. Well, stupid construction. By the way, okay, on State Street in Eagle. <laughs> yeah. It says bump. Yeah. Okay. Well, the speed limit's 55, bro. It's not a bump anymore. That's a damn Dukes of Hazard jump. Well, I mean, you take that road enough to know that it's coming, right? Yes, and I, I actually—that's probably the problem—is I slow down this time instead like, oh, of going slow fast. Down. Yeah, yeah. And maybe then, you should have paid attention to the speed limit. No, 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 no. That's what caused probably my flat tires, me slowing down instead of Dukes of Hazard and over. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's 55, go 55, baby. Maybe that's the exact speed you're supposed to go to make that safe. It is. Uh, <clears throat> I'm like, this is 2021. This is the construction we're doing. You still have to put a huge bump here. <laughs> And I Wait. was like, I immediately regretted going that direction. But I'm like, if I go down Chinden in order to get there, I also have to go through another construction zone. Yeah, it never ends, so. dude. It never ends. Uh, that is if the I do. constant state of construction. Uh, but then again, uh, Middleton, baby. So uh, hopefully you have a good rest of your day. They get that tire fixed up real it. nice. You didn't do any rim damage to it by riding on it too long or anything like that. Uh, and you're able to get back up and running and taking that thing home. That's the uh, goal anyway. Sorry that you had to Uber. Did it take forever to get an Uber that early in the morning? No, not really. Nice, man. Great That's pretty dude. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, is he a fan of the show? I, I mean, yeah, kind of. All right, he can go to hell. Uh, today on the show, we got streaming dumbass. That's happening over the course of the show today, plus your chance to go to some concerts. Yep, Trivium's coming to town. We got your tickets for that today as well. Let's get started with some Faith No More. It's epic kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, today there will be announcements. Governor Brad Little is making an announcement regarding the coronavirus today around 1230 here in the good old city of Boise and the state of Idaho. Like many places across the country, right now we are seeing a significant increase in the confirmed and positive cases of COVID-19 and hospital systems are preparing for the crisis standards of care. So nobody's really sure what the announcement's going to be about. Speculation can happen, etc., etc., but we will see. Either way, 12.30 today, there's going to be some sort of announcement. Uh, hopefully it is something that they are doing to help Lower those numbers, but we'll see what ends up happening, Big J. Any gut decision as to what you think is going to happen? I mean, it's probably going to be coronavirus-related. No, it's definitely going to be coronavirus-related. Yeah, related. other than that, I don't. Hard to say. I don't know how many times you got up there said, hey, uh, just, you know, try to wear a mask. I don't even think it's going to be mask-related, sadly. I think it's going to be something to do with the straight-on hospitals and the, uh, you know, basically just telling people to be careful. Um, but we will see what ends up happening. Uh, we do know that the hospital cases, the ICUs across the Treasure Valley, uh, specifically here in Boise, are full or near capacity, and that's never good. Uh, we've been here before, and we know what happened then, but I don't know, man. I do not know what's going to happen. We'll see what goes on today at 1230 with the governor. Saints announced Monday that uh, Gail Benson has donated $1 million to the Gulf Course Renewal Fund to help Louisiana recover from Hurricane Ida. The Saints also said that Caesars Superdome only suffered minor damage and will be able to host games as soon as the city's infrastructure will allow. New Orleans is currently still totally without power, not known when it will be restored. Meanwhile, the team practiced at the home of the Cowboys yesterday. After evacuating from New Orleans, we'll also practice there and Wednesday, so business as usual except in another location for the New Orleans Saints. As the whole city still without power, Big J. That's uh, two days in case you're being yeah, crazy, which is never good. Never good. Well, it's official. We're going to get a Jungle Cruise Part 2. Jungle Cruise surged past $100 million at the domestic box office this weekend. Looks like Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt will deliver a sequel soon enough. Uh, director uh, Wami Colette Sarah will also return to the franchise, according to Variety. Did you see Jungle Cruise 1? Yeah. How was it? It was fun. I told you. We talked about it. Uh, I don't remember. Was it good enough? Uh, good enough to get you to come back to the party for yeah. Jungle Cruise Two? Yeah, you you asked me about it, and I told you it was based on a on a ride. No, I knew that. I just uh, I just didn't know. Oh, that's right. You somebody paid for Premier Access that you watched it on, right? Right. I got you. Uh, and you said it was worth it. Yeah, it's fun, man. You? I mean, you can't if you you know it's not gonna get an Academy Award or something. No, but no, no, it's no. a it's a fun adventure movie and. Something you can watch with the kids together. Beautiful. Uh, did you watch with your kids together? Uh, no. No, they don't like to watch things. But uh, you can if you want to. It's still 30 bucks on Disney Premier Plus. You can also see in the box office if you'd like. But you're going to see a Jungle Cruise 2 whether you like it or not. Here's traffic. All right, here we go. That's your first round of important stuff. We got ourselves some send nudes coming up here in a few seconds. Plus, we'll do some streaming dumbass. But first... 
check at the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. It is brought to you by our friends at the Idaho Lottery. What's going on out there, CB? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 from the Karcher Midland Interchange. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time to do a round of streaming dumbass every single Tuesday. We try to find three movies that Big J has not seen in his personal or professional life. Strip away all the stars, uh, directors of, studio that brought you junk, and we're left with just something called a very brief plot description from whatever streaming service we've yanked this from. Based on that plot description and that plot description only, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. These are the rules, parameters, and laws of streaming dumbass. Do you accept your mission, Big J? Yeah. Today's theme, Big J, all three movies, star power, baby. All right. You've got some big names in all three of these movies. It is up to you which one you watch. Are you ready? Yep. Movie number one, two sisters come of age in the 90s in New York when they discover their father's having an affair, man. Eventually, they learn he's not the only cheater in the family. Dad, no. Movie number two. Henry is a stand-up comedian with a fierce sense of humor who falls in love with Anne, a world-renowned opera singer. Under the spotlight, they form a passionate and glamorous couple, but with the birth of their first child, a mysterious little girl with an exceptional destiny, their lives are literally turned upside down. Movie number three. A British businessman gets unwittingly recruited into one of the greatest international conflicts ever, forming an unlikely partnership with a Soviet officer hoping to prevent a nuclear confrontation. The two men work together to provide crucial intelligence used to defuse a worldwide crisis. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. I'd throw movie number two out altogether. Why? Uh, just, doesn't sound good. Oh. Um... Let's go with movie number one. Movie number one it is. You passed immediately on movie number two. That was called Annette. It's a new movie that stars Adam Driver and Marion Coltart. You passed on movie number three. That was called The Courier. That stars Benedict Cumberbatch, dude. And Rachel Brosnahan. And you also will be watching movie number one. That is an Amazon Prime original called Landline. And it stars Jenny Slate and Jay Duplass, otherwise known as the other Duplass brother. Congratulations to you, Big J. Uh, you will see if that's any good or not. I believe it's the oldest movie of the bunch as well. But that is the one that you will be partaking in. Uh, you wanted to uh, have watch a movie about infidelity, and so there you have it. We'll see if the movie's any good. Landline? It, it, landline. If you would like to play the home game, that's the movie you want to watch. It is available for streaming on Amazon Prime. Please enjoy. We'll see if Big J likes it about 24 hours from now. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, well, the advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 4444. Chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. We need to do better with self care, Big J. We aren't yeah. doing a good enough time or good enough job with that, and especially with making time for self care. According to a new one poll survey, finding that nearly one third of Americans, 33% Big J. Say they haven't had a day to relax alone in more than three months. The survey of 2,000 people asked about how people practice self-care. The answers include listening to music, which was named by 54%. Taking bubble baths, cited by 48%. Oh, and then man. napping at the end of a long day, named by 37%. 85% say that an important part of self-care is prioritizing your mental health during the week. Along those lines, 76% say they think every employer should offer mental health days. The average person has taken three mental health days off from their job within the last year. 
Uh, I, I can't say that I'm one of those people that hasn't had a day of nothing to just relax over the last three months. I've certainly been able to take advantage of that, and hopefully you have as well. But I can certainly see how, you know, that cannot happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. And so hopefully you have a chance to just unplug. A little bit easier said than done if you have little children. But at the very least, maybe taking advantage of one of those things that you use for a mental health break would be important. The key phrase there, alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Try not to nap and bathe at the same time. Like, take a bath. Sure. Well, one would think, unless you're inebriated, that if you were to go underwater during a nap, it would wake you up. Listen, it doesn't take much. (laughs) Wait are you telling me that you almost drowned in a bathtub? No, but I mean, it wouldn't take, you know, if you fell asleep and slid down into the water, I mean, that's it. No, no, that would wake you up, I would think. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't ingest water when you wake up. It's true. That's very true. It doesn't take much water to drown somebody. Just be careful, everybody. They're next. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like a Final Destination thing. <laughs> So uh, watch out, use those mental health days if you need them, and certainly get some of that relaxation in if you possibly can. Indianapolis Colts are the latest NFL team dealing with a COVID issue. Quarterback Carson Wentz, Ryan Kelly, their starting center, and Zach Pascal have all been put on the reserve COVID-19 list after coming in close contact with a Colts staffer who tested positive. They can return in five days if they continue to have negative tests and remain asymptomatic. The fact that the three were put on the list in close contacts pretty much uh, guarantees that those three aren't vaccinated, according to the NFL's protocols. The Colts have had one of the lowest percentages of vaccinated players in the league, and they're one of the teams that have dealt with several different COVID issues during the course of the preseason. That should be fun. Seth Rogen has had a pretty, I guess, unbusy 2021 so far, but now we know what he's been up to. He has launched a new podcast in tandem with Stitcher. It's called Storytime with Seth Rogen. And he says it's all about sharing untold tales. He says he wants to try to honor the story and the stakes in your life. And so he's trying to reflect on that. And he wants people to call in and share their stories with him. He also is going to be sitting down with some of his famous friends, including Paul Rudd, and hearing some untold stories from them as well, because he thinks that people like hearing stories. So he doesn't know what he's going to do in the next in the movie world, but he knows that for the next couple of months, anyway, staying busy, with recording a podcast is what he is up to and what he has been up to. So uh, beginning here in a couple of days, you can check out Storytime with Seth Rogen, his new podcast, Any Interest, Big J? Um, I'll check it out. Why not? I don't know. Maybe you don't want to hear Seth Rogen talk. Maybe you just want to see him on screen. His dumb laugh. <laughs> you have plenty of opportunities Laugh, monkey! Do your dance. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> That is Ghost, that is Cerise, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Every once in a while I see a story and I go, man, I wonder what would happen if this dude decided to use his powers for good instead of for evil. And that is a story of uh, Dennis Hope. Dennis Hope has gotten himself into some trouble with some legal authorities, but it took him long enough to catch up with him. 35 years to be exact. Uh, Dennis Hope is probably a guy that maybe, just maybe, I guess if you're lucky, you haven't come in contact with. But I'm guessing if you have any kind of intelligence at all, you probably haven't. See, for the last 35 years, in some way, somehow, he has claimed to be the rightful owner of the moon. You know, the moon that that orbits Earth, Big J. 
Oh. He has told people for a very long time, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's my thing. I've got the paperwork and everything, and showed people notarized paperwork that said that he was, in fact, the owner of the moon. And what he was doing was he was selling real estate on the moon. And people were buying it. They were buying it. He has raked in more than $10 million selling crap. that land on the moon. Uh, not only that, he's also been selling land on Jupiter's third moon, and he's been selling land on planets like Mars, Venus, and Mercury. And that's incredible as well, that not only was he selling it, but people also were buying it. Does he own the land? Of course not. No. Of course not. Who owns any of that stuff? I mean, somebody might. No. No. How? I don't know. Exactly. These are questions they should have asked before they purchased it. Uh, and by the way, uh, apparently he's also sold the entire dwarf star of Pluto for $250,000 twice over. So, of course, not only was he selling these things, but he was selling them multiple times and giving people paperwork that they own their own little part of Mercury or they own their own little part of Pluto or they own the entire dwarf star of Pluto, whatever the case may be. He was selling paperwork, essentially, for $250,000 and making money hand over fist doing this stuff. So, number one, he has to be one hell of a salesman, right? Yeah. I mean, that's impressive in order to pull that off. Number two, I started to think about, like, you know, how can this be possible? How can this be a thing? And then I started thinking, you know what, though? You know what's been going on for years and essentially doing the same thing is the International Star Registry. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the company that sells people stars for birthdays yeah. or Christmas presents or anniversaries or whatever. And you, you essentially get a piece of paper that says, you own this star. And here are the coordinates for this star. And it's named after you. Well, in reality, of course you don't own that star, you dummy. You just paid a company $75 to give you a piece of paper. And that's essentially what this guy has been doing. Maybe that's where he got the idea of the International Star Registry grift, and he's like, man, what if I take this up a notch or two, make things more expensive, sell people, you know, land that they'll never be able to touch, see, or, you know, actually inhabit, and people will just run around with a piece of paper saying, I own a piece of space. And everybody will go, okay, that's great. God, I hope you didn't pay a whole lot for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, you know, I make fun of them, but I'm also part of this. You know, as a shareholder in the Green Bay Packers, I know I don't own any part of a football team. But that didn't stop me from throwing away a hundred, couple hundred bucks just so I could get that piece of paper and get a letter inviting me to a uh, shareholders meeting every year that I've never gone to. And so how much of a difference is that from what I'm doing? I mean, other than if it was $250,000 to own a piece of paper from the Green Bay Packers, I'd tell them to pound sand. Yeah. But, you know... When you have that kind of money and you're that kind of stupid, filthy rich, I am sure that's probably not the dumbest thing you've purchased is what you thought was the planet Pluto. You know what I mean? So here's hoping. I mean, listen, Dennis Hope is going to jail for a long time because he fraudulently sold a bunch of things to a bunch of people and made a bunch of money off of it. But I'm guessing he's probably lived pretty comfortably over the last 35 years selling things that he never had an ability to sell. So if you're using your powers for bad like that, maybe think about doing stuff for good and making a legitimate living and helping people out and maybe doing a little bit of positive things in the world instead. All I know is I know what's to do for your birthday now. The International Star Registry? Yeah. Yeah. Please don't. Don't ever do that. Uh, I already own a fictional thing. I'm good. I'm all filled up with fictional things that I own. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your fun little international space update. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we are a wild card. You can't predict us anymore, bro. At least that's according to AAA because uh, it's getting harder and harder to guess how many Americans will be traveling over Labor Day weekend. AAA hasn't created a formal travel forecast in many years because they say that Labor Day has become so unpredictable they can't really figure out how many people are going to be on the road. As a result, the organization says travelers who want to plan some sort of road trip for this weekend would benefit by planning their driving schedules kind of like a standard three-day weekend, which means assuming that Thursday and Friday afternoons from like three to six will probably be the busiest times on the roads for most. They also they were warned that returning home on Tuesday could mean some pretty heavy traffic as well. AAA also suggests that Labor Day travelers research the location they're driving to in order to learn the impact of the coronavirus, as well as checking the weather forecast before leaving, especially if their original plans involve visiting an area where recent hurricanes passed through. That's going to affect things as well. Any road trip plans for Labor Day weekend? Nope. Huh? Zero. at home? Yeah. Nice, man. Uh, That's good. Using some of that mental health relaxing time? Sure. Or no? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, New Orleans announced Monday that Gail Benson has donated $1 million to the Gulf Course Renewal Fund to help Louisiana recover from Hurricane Ida. Uh, Also, the Superdome should be good to go for hosting football games. As long as the city says it's okay, of course, New Orleans still currently totally without power, not knowing exactly when that will be restored. So... Uh, the team was gone. They fled when they were told to leave, and so they are practicing at the Cowboys practice facility this week. Indianapolis Colts are having some issues with coronavirus. Carson Wentz, Ryan Kelly, and Zach Pascal all have been put on the reserve COVID-19 list after coming in close contact with the Colts staffer who tested positive. Uh, they are having issues with that for the second time in their camp. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are still having their issues as well, so now a couple of teams before the even season even starts dealing with some COVID issues. If you have missed John Stewart on The Daily Show, know that he is coming back. His new show is set to debut on Apple TV Thursday, Thursday, September 30th, with new episodes that will drop every other week. A teaser trailer was released. Doesn't really give you an idea as to what the show is going to be about or what it entails, just that John Stewart is A, older, and B, involved in it. And Apple, I guess, is hoping that's going to be enough to bank on some people tuning in to check it out they're also testing out the first time ever the every other week formula to see how that does as well with sometimes shows that are dropping every week and now they're trying every other week just to see if it's worth a shot uh john stewart signed a pretty big deal with apple so they've got a lot of money invested in it they're guessing people are going to tune in and check it out and we'll see if they're actually right john stewart is back on television big j do you care no not really I was never a big John Stewart. You know, I didn't ever watch the show when it was on Comedy Central. And no, no. Well, you know, did you ever watch The Daily Show? No. Didn't matter who the host was. Yeah. Even before it was a news uh, political commentary thing. Right. Back when Craig Kilborn hosted the show, and it was just a bunch of basically viral videos. Did you care? No. Did you watch it when it was called Short Attention Span Theater? Yes. 
I don't believe I you. I did. Because John Stewart was always. Anything to get you to shut up! You got it. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and Trivium is coming to town, baby. They are playing a uh, show here uh, next Monday at the Rev Center. Uh, Life of Pun Myers and Karen Comes Killing is opening up. It's going to be a great show. We'll get you tickets to it here if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. It is a great way to celebrate Labor Day. All you have to do is get on the phone and defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown to claim these tickets to Trivium. Got some multiple choice questions for you, the listener, today. Uh, Big J, you're not so lucky, but we'll see if we can pull this off and have a little bit of a nice back and forth in Pop Culture Smackdown. Yeah, a little volley. I know we're going to a couple of areas of at least you should do pretty well at the very beginning. We'll see you from there on out. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Chris. Chris, you are up first. Chris, uh, I wasn't done with Cameron Diaz questions yesterday, but uh, <laughs> what pop punk band does Cameron Diaz's husband play in? It's multiple choice. Is the band Good Charlotte, Blink-182, or Fallout Boy? Uh, we're going to go with Fallout Boy. Wrong. That is incorrect, but thank you for playing, sir. We appreciate it, Thank Chris. you for knowing terrible bands. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. You only Blink-182? Hey, uh, what's your name, man? My name's Lucas. All right, Lucas. What pop punk band does Cameron Diaz's hubby play in? Is it Good Charlotte, Blink-182, or Fallout Boy? Um, Good Charlotte. That is correct. Right. Well done. Uh, Big J. John Matrix is a character that Arnold plays in what movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, plays the character John Matrix in what movie? Uh, well, Big Commando, I guess. That is correct. Right. Why did you guess? Well, because they never really hear his first name. So they just call him Matrix? Name. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're up. Here's question number two for you. Which jewelry company coined the tagline, Diamonds Are Forever? Is that Tiffany & Company, De Beers, or Cartier? Um, the Beers. The Beers is correct. Right. Good job. The Beers. Big J, this actor was casted as Robin in the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Uh, let's see. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Right. Correct. Back to you, sir. Uh, we need to know which Michael Jackson video was Macaulay Culkin in? Was it the video for Thriller, Remember the Time, or Black or White? That is correct. Right. Big J, uh, what junk food is Macaulay Culkin's band named after? No, no, uh... No. no. Okay. You don't get multiple choice. The Doritos. The Doritos, no. Wrong. Wouldn't be able to name it after a brand name. That well, why? Uh, because of copyright infringement would be it, one reason. Right. Uh, but call them the Doritos. Yeah, no, it still wouldn't fly. Uh, congratulations, great man. great band name, though. You got tickets to Trivium. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with the information. Uh, let, it, let me give you the multiple choices. Uh, taco, pizza, or burgers? Tacos. Tacos. Wrong. No, no. Nobody uh, cares after that. They were called the Pizza Underground. Right. Was the name of his band. Here's our album, Nacho Cheese. Nobody cared about it. We're the both. Doritos. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Real mistake if you would name that first album Cool Ranch, by the way. We are going to do some headlines. That is next on the X-Rocks. Uh, oh, it's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Oh, Jesus. Headlines brought to you by Coors Banquet and Coors Light. They want to help those who protect our West by donating a portion of all case sales to the Wildland Firefighters Foundation. So look for the X 
at participating retailers as we help protect our West by giving you a chance to win a party for up to 20 people at Section 37 Axe Room. That's all stocked up with Coors and authentic Coors Light as well. Plus, we'll throw in a Protect Our West Wildland Firefighter Pulaski Axe if you win that party. So, prizes to be won. Check out. We're going to be out and about in the Treasure Valley over the next couple weeks, giving you a chance to sign up for this stuff thanks to Coors and Coors Light. Headlines are as follows, Big J. This sounds fun. Well, that's strange. And want a cowpool? Want a cowpool? Nothing can kill a burger craving like seeing a live cow parked in front of you at the McDonald's drive-thru. And Jessica Nelson was waiting in line at the Mickey D's when she noticed that there was a live cow sitting in the back seat of a car in front of her. She says her first thought was that has to be a fake cow. But then she saw that cow move. She grabbed her phone, took video of the backseat bovine, which then she shared on Facebook. Jessica later found out that the calf was actually one of three cows that were in the backseat of the car. The driver had just purchased them, was taking them home when he stopped to get a bite to eat, and didn't have, obviously, a trailer for the cows, so he decided to throw them in the backseat of his vehicle. Damn. And that had to be quite the sight. I wonder if she changed her order. He went for the chicken sandwich instead. Like that was the epitome of the commercial for Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Eat more chicken indeed. Indeed. But I guess it worked, and I guess whatever it takes to get those cows home is what you have to do, even if it's in the backseat of your car. I wonder also, is that legal, you think? Do you know? I, why would it be illegal? Well, I mean, uh, it's probably not safe transport of, you know, livestock, right? I don't know those rules for that. I, that's what I'm asking. I guess that's technically what I'm asking you. No idea. This sounds fun, or, well, that's strange. Well, that's strange. Talk about hard evidence. A man in Georgia apparently called the Monroe County Sheriff's Department recently after he found a set of butt cheek prints on the truck of one of his vehicles. He explained to the responding officer that he and his wife have been having issues, and he'd been living in the guest house. When he arrived home, he saw the butt prints. He also said a smoke detector was missing from his guest house, a door was unlocked, and that somebody had been accessing his computers and phones remotely. Uh, however, as in police investigated, they didn't find anything, so there's that. Maybe this guy was paranoid, but that is weird. Like, number one, that he would be that paranoid. Number two, what do you think a butt print looks like? And could you identify that as definite butt cheek prints? As opposed to maybe something else? I mean, I think, yeah, you could see some cheeks, like little ovals. But could that be somebody messing with him? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, he's drawn some conclusions. Right, here. exactly. Uh, also, they, they found no evidence of anybody hacking into any of his information remotely. So, uh, also, this guy could just be, you know, a little bit cuckoo. That doesn't uh, hurt you. Looking either. for some Cocoa Puffs. Wrap it up with This Sounds Fun. Ireland has a very creepy, creepy problem. The country is currently being invaded by a swarm of fist-sized spiders, Big J. Ugh. Experts say the giant spiders are on the prowl for a mate, and the male house spider can grow to a leg span of nearly four inches during mating season, which is August to September. Residents are being warned to check their sheds, gardens, and warm spots in the corners of their home for these creatures. Experts say the, uh, the spiders are not dangerous, but they can bite and they can move very quickly, and probably nothing will give you nightmares quicker than a fist-side spider running quickly across your floor. I mean, you. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a big spider, man. 
F that. I am not interested. Like, I usually don't get spooked by those kind of things, but that probably would do it. No, that's arachnophobia territory. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are pretty big spiders coming your way, and if they're moving fast and they're agile, don't like it. Yeah, and if they're that big, then by all accounts, burn your house down trying to kill it. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Once again, I remind everybody that is not pest control. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is Beartooth. The past is dead here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, I suppose they're trying to control us, right? Yeah, well, at least over there in communist China. Uh, they're telling the kids how many hours they need to be playing video games. Which would get you in big trouble because the amount of the restrictions they've put on are pretty tight, yes? Yeah, three hours per week. week, week, yeah. That's that's a Monday for you, man. That's not even a Monday. No, I mean, you can't. Uh, you, that's just getting warmed up, buddy. <laughs> that is very restrictive. Uh, and w- now I imagine they have reasoning behind why they're doing oh, this, right? Oh, who cares? But what, what do they say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the real reason. Oh, that they, they're they just, just cutting it off just for no reason? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, they think it's bad for uh, the, the future. But, uh, you know, I'm sure there are all kinds of reasons it's bad for the future for China. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, you can make anything bad if you want it to be. Although, you know, I'm not sure you should be playing and streaming, you know, eight hours a day unless that's your gig. But either way, it is certainly something that uh, at least I don't think you have to worry about in your household, correct? Yeah, no. But, you know, clearly, I mean, screen time and and, and the amount of time that uh, kids are playing games, you know, we as our older generations like ourselves are like that's too much you should get out and we're even telling you to get out and do stuff um but you know we all waste time in in one way or another you know it's I true mean, i i'm the, i'm still the the unapologetic you know yeah i'm a gamer so i'm gonna spend my free time playing games yeah how much time would you say you waste doing that though waste it's not a time waste to you, but I'm sure you. Uh, one could argue that as opposed to that, you could be doing something Listen, productive. I probably played Call of Duty like six hours on Sunday. Okay, so, so that's that's a-, that's a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> to play that game yeah. but you know i mean listen we all have those things that we do although you know to some it may consider time waste to us it could be a relaxing thing right yeah i'm sure that's what you chalk that up to it certainly wasn't time wasting. well it's stress relieving also true so yeah i mean you know you could look at anything with a positive spin or anything with a negative spin as long as you're not spending too too much time like i mean it hasn't become an issue whereas you know the missus has sat you down and said hey maybe you need to play video games a little bit less yeah no not yet you think you're getting there no. Is that your I goal? I don't think so. To have that conversation at one point? Well, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, I'm headed right there. Certainly. Driving uh, into it. Certainly, uh, then you want to avoid China at, at all costs, because uh, your Sunday would not have existed, or at least half of your Sunday would not have existed. Morning After Her with week. Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the x Rock. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. I mentioned it earlier, but hey, we got tickets. It's giving somebody else another chance to go to Trivium, which is happening on Monday at the Rev Center, uh, Life Upon Liars, and Karen Comes Killing opening up. It's going to be fantastic. You just need to figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to go to a concert on Monday on us. All you have to do is figure out the famous person Big J's trying to be by using the three clues that he has prepared around that person's identity. Sometimes you need all three. Sometimes you need two. Sometimes you can get it in one. Depends on what that first clue is. Big J wants to make it easy on you. But if you want to play, now would be the time to get on the phone. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hello. Hello. Hello? Hello, Hello The X. Hey, how you doing? We're good, man. What's your name? 
James. All right, James, you're up first. Good luck. Hey, uh, I'm not expendable. I'm an expendable. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Hey, yeah, yeah. Good job. One and done. See, that's all you needed. Num num. Is that clue two? No. What no. was clue two and three then? Hey, yo, Adrian. Okay. And uh, being the voice of King Shark and Suicide Squad was fun. The num num would have qualified. Num num. And why is Sylvester yeah, Stallone <laughs> in the news? Uh, hey, we, we got another Expendables movie coming, Nick. Wait, what? Expendables 4. For real? Yeah. And uh, it is going to be returning cast members Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, and Sly. And they'll reprise their roles, but adding on uh, some interesting cast members. They here. always do, every uh, every single movie. 50 Cent. Okay. Uh, now, 50 Cent and, and Sly work together on the first, um, uh, the, the first Escape Plan movie. Uh, then you've got Tony Jaa, who is an excellent martial artist and lots of uh, action movies, and Megan Fox. Interesting. Yeah. Now, uh, Megan Fox, huh? Like, yeah. the last time, well, I guess technically, I was trying to think of the action movies that she's been in that made her, I mean, well, I well mean, Transformers. Transformers, but uh, the press release didn't categorize the film as a spinoff or sequel. It only says that it continues the Expendable saga, and uh, Sly had mentioned in, a, in an Instagram story that it's a, a spinoff and a clever subtitle of A Christmas Story. So, Lee Christmas is played by Jason Statham, so we'll see where that takes us. Okay. Oh, okay. So, this is, like, maybe it's more centering around Jason Statham and the guys pop in for, like, a quick thing. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, like, yeah. This is, like, a, 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 a expendable story, if you... But you're saying it's, it's called Expendables 4. Expendable story. Num num. Is it attached to a streaming network, or are they going full theatrical? No, I think it's Lionsgate. All right, so man. So, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I but. know you're all in. I don't even have to ask. You're excited for it. It's going to happen. Sure, why not? Um, I'll be honest. I know I saw all three of the Expendable movies. Expendable 3 was pretty forgettable. In, with the, in the theaters with you, but yeah. With the exception of get him to the Hague. <laughs> I am the Hague is what he said. I am the Hague. <laughs> uh, I remember that and I remember Harrison Ford. Those are the things that I remember about Expendables 3. Either way, uh, the new one is coming, whether you like it or not. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Wrapping up things with the Foo Fighters there. That is making a fire here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Big J selected a movie to watch for you tonight called Landline. He will give you a full review of that tomorrow as we uh, play the uh, exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass tomorrow around 6.50 or so. Plus, we also had a chance to give away a couple of pairs of Trivium tickets today. That will continue tomorrow as well to make sure that we make your Labor Day just a little bit better. And of course, we talked a little bit about maybe not buying things from outer space, maybe not going to petting zoos so much, and also keeping an eye on how much video games you're playing, because if you don't, your country will. Big Jay, that leaves you with the floor. Uh, Is it too early for a spoiler alert on the Suicide Squad? Um, I don't think so, okay. no. Uh, James Gunn was doing a live tweet with uh, the cast last night during a showing of the movie, and he, point, he pointed this out. Quote, important to note, uh, if you look at the life signals in the comms hub, TDK isn't dead. Oh, really? Interesting. The detachable kid. Your favorite character. That's no, not my favorite character, but I tell you what, it was funny as hell. 
Uh, that's good. So there's a couple of people that make it out of the suicide so, squad. So uh, he might make it uh, back into the foray at some point in time. Uh, well, that would make uh, Nathan Fillion, I'm sure, very, very happy. And uh, you as well. So we'll see if we see the further adventure. Maybe it'll pop up in that Peacemaker show that's yeah. coming on HBO Max soon. You never really know. Uh, I saw that they're going to make a big announcement of that at DC Fandom coming up in October. So should be fun if you enjoyed the Suicide Squad. The further adventures of are coming very, very soon. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by IBEW. Are you an Idaho or Oregon State licensed journeyman electrician? IBEW 291 has got some immediate openings for Idaho and Oregon State licensed electricians. Check out IBEW291.org slash compare for wage and benefit information or call 208-343-4861 for more info. That's it for us. Jason Drew is up next. We shall see you on Wednesday. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.